Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Acacia Podcast, where we're having real talk, practicing real faith, and growing deep roots. I'm your host, Chris Fields, and I'm glad that you are taking a little bit of time out of your day to hang out with me for a bit. Um, Y'all, the fall is upon us, and I am so excited. The fall is hands down my favorite season of the year. Um, And honestly, I love everything about the fall. I love the flavors, the leaves changing, um, the cozy socks, the the soups and the stews and the coffee and the fall festivals, everything about it. And plus my birthday is in October. So it's kind of always been my jam, my favorite season. Um, So I'm so excited about just fall 2023. So I welcome it with open arms and I hope that you just are able to enjoy the newness of the season as well and that it just brings you a lot of joy. Um, We kicked off, I think I mentioned to you before that I participate in something called Bible Study Fellowship and I just want to throw a quick plug because for for you all who are looking to study the Bible more, um, who really want to grow in how to study the Bible and have other people to study with, Bible Study Fellowship is a great opportunity for you to do that. It's just an in-depth Bible study for people of all ages um, around the world. So they have online groups and communities available, and then they have local groups in lots of places. So if you go to the website, you'll be able to search your zip code and see if there's a location near you and what time and days they meet. Or you can do an online group that fits best, that works best for your schedule. So I'm just going to give you the website. If you're interested in that, please check it out. This year we are studying the book of John, and this past week was our first week. So you have not missed much. So if you um, go ahead and get signed up now, you'll be right on time because we haven't even like started chapter one yet. We'll start this upcoming week. The website is bsfinternational.org. So check it out and let me know what you think if you end up signing up. Um, Yeah, so that's that. Uh, This weekend, I went on my first hike of the year. So my husband and I, like maybe a few years ago, we were just thinking about what we want to do. Like how, what is our vision for our family? What we do for fun? How do we spend our our time margin and one thing that we both enjoy is nature um and just being outside we outside we both enjoy that so hiking naturally came up it's like something we want to get more into neither one of us grew up hiking but definitely it's an interest for both of us so we decided that we were going to try to get more into that ourselves and then that be an activity that we can do with our kids um, while they're young, but also as they grow up. Like, I envision them coming home from college and that being a fun thing that we get to do where uh, we can just go and be in nature and enjoy fellowship with each other and just um, that be a place where we can bond. And just in general, hiking is good for, like, emotional health, physical health, obviously, spiritual health, because God created all the beauty around us, and you just get to take it in without distraction. So 
anyway, we went on this hike um, on Saturday, and it was a group hike that we planned. We didn't plan it. We participated in a group hike, but it was planned like a month out. So we put it on the calendar, got childcare, didn't really, like things have been super hectic, so we didn't think much more about it up until Friday night, the night before. And we were like, all right, we got this hike tomorrow. Let's do it. Got dressed, got ready to meet up. On the way there, we were like, huh, it's kind of cloudy outside. Looked at the weather report, which I know it's crazy to not check the weather before a hike. I knew it was going to be raining in the afternoon, but it had moved up. So the hike started at 10. That's exactly when it started raining, and it rained the whole time. But nevertheless, it was beautiful. We had a really great time. The group was great. The scenery was great. It was like good vibes the whole the whole hike. But one thing it, it made me, it just reminded me of how much I appreciate my locks because I'm three years in. I just hit my three-year anniversary at the end of August. And I just... I would have never, ever imagined hiking in the rain pre-locks. Like, it wouldn't have even been an option. Like, in that same situation, I would have been like, man, it's, it's going to be raining. Obviously, we can't do this. And so I'm just showing some appreciation to the hair freedom that locks have provided me to do things that I want to do without having to worry about issues of hair. And it also made me think about how, like, I've wanted locks a long time ago. Like, I got them three years ago, but I, pr- I wanted them for at least three years prior to that. But I didn't take the leap because I was like, I do not want to go through the ugly phase. I, I can't. Like, if there was a way, and there is a way, but if there is a way for me to get locks and like they start long and beautiful and I can skip that like newly locked thin phase with all the hard work of braiding and banding when you wash and all that then I'll do it but clearly I didn't want to pay for that to start them the cheat to start them in the cheat code type way is very expensive so I didn't want to pay for that so it took me a long time to get it started because I was trying to avoid that. And it it really set the tone for what I want to chat about today. And that is the idea of embracing the, the ugly phase or the journey. And if y'all have been around the natural hair community, I know y'all have heard about the ugly phase because you hear about it with locks, you hear about it with people go, when people go natural. So going from relaxed hair to doing the big chop and wearing your hair natural, like people often phrase that as like the ugly phase. And I've heard it so many times women say, well, I just don't want to deal with the ugly phase. And that's what keeps them from taking the leap, which was my story as well. But here I sit three years in and it's definitely the best hair decision that I've ever made. But also in other ways, like other areas where I've had to take a journey, I can think about how oftentimes I have not really leaned into that journey well because I wanted to avoid the ugly or avoid the hard. Um, So 
I used to have a professor that would say, in giving presentations, the best thing to do is to tell people what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. And so I'm taking that approach here. So what I want to tell you, my key point, key truth that that I really want to stick with you at the end of this episode is the pressure to have it all together is off because God wants to walk with you and fuel you. So that's one. And the other one is you don't have to be self-confident to be God confident. Um, And those things stand out to me because the older we get, the more we realize that life has a lot of hard journeys. So I guess the question I would ask you is what is the hard journey that you're on? It could be a health challenge, um, a relationship challenge. Maybe it's marriage. Maybe it's friendship. Maybe it's in your parental relationship. Um, it could be a work challenge or a place in your character that you want to see grow or you just keep wrestling with the same thing year after year and you just can't figure out how to make progress in this area. It could be trying to raise your kids well and disciple them, um, help their character to, to grow in the way that it should. Like it could be that. Um, It could be just the general journey of learning to steward your life well, like learning to steward your health well, to have a healthy relationship with food or your body or with your money or how you spend your time or your energy. Like, what boundaries do you need to put in place? Um, One thing Rick and I are doing, we are working on, and we've been kind of working on this here and there, kind of our whole marriage and even before, but we have a, in, I would say, a deeper focus right now on family visioning. Like, what what is our vision for our family? And let's make sure that we are lining up, like, how we're spending our energy, our time, our money, um, et cetera, is in line with the vision that we have for our family. And for us, we are seeking to get that vision from God because God created us. God brought us together. God gifted us with these kids. He gifted us with the jobs, the money, the energy, everything we have, he's given to us. And he's given to us so that we can enjoy it, but first and foremost, for his glory. And so if he created this family unit and each one in our family and given us all these gifts, um, of our our health, our money, our time, our energy, he wants to use that for his glory. So the best way for us to seek that is to seek him. So that's us. Um, But even when I think of like my kids, I see the need for embracing the journey with them as well. And I'm trying to teach them even now at six and four to just embrace the hard journeys in learning to read or do math or ride a bike or um, ride roller skates, um, regulate your emotions, like all these things you have to endure. You have to be resilient and it doesn't come naturally. Like we have to strive and know that, okay, this is everyone, and I tell my kids this every, all the time, everyone starts everything as a beginner. So if your expectation is that 
things have to be perfect from the jump, you're going to be very disappointed. In fact, if you think it has to be perfect, period, you're going to be very disappointed because that is just not how life works because we don't have we don't have all of that from the beginning like it has to be built over time and the journey the hard the ugly God uses that to build us into the people that he created us to be so it's a critical thing and I think the more I start to understand this the more I actually appreciate the hard like in the midst of it I don't I don't love you know strength training for instance I'm trying to build strength in my core so I have to lift weights I have to do you know different exercises that I don't I don't actually enjoy it while I'm doing it so much but now that I understand what it's working towards like I'm going to have strength in this area and a part of it is just it's faith it's walking by faith and not by sight because you don't see it in the beginning but the the more you embrace the journey of the hard and the ugly and the uncomfortable the more you see the strength being built and that goes for literally any journey that we're working on um or that we're on embracing that is something that God uses to strengthen us so I just want to look at a scripture real quick and Actually, I have two scriptures, but I want to start with 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And in this, in this passage, it's written by the Apostle Paul, and he's talking about just his, his weakness, the places where he's weak, he's aware. So I think that's great that he sees, okay, here's an area where I'm weak. And it's critical to know the places where we're weak. And I think God is faithful to show us when we come to him. So he sees the place that he's weak and he wants to not have to deal with it. Like he really wished that he didn't have to deal with it. But the reason he's able to be content and make peace with it is because he knows, one, his goal is to glorify God. So I think that's a key point. Like we have to, we have to have a eternal perspective on our lives like ultimately it's not mostly about me it's mostly about honoring God and glorifying him Um, and if we can make peace with that then we recognize that one he's in control so his hand is on my life and whatever he allows in or out of my life is is for my good whether I can see that or not like trusting that's a part of what it means to walk by faith is trusting that whatever it is that God allows is from his love for me so let's look at this scripture it's uh verse nine so you know Paul's just talking before this he's talking about how he pleaded with the Lord um that he wouldn't have to deal with the suffering um that he was dealing with And he said, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will mostly, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weakness so that Christ's power may reside in me. 
So I take pleasure in weakness, insults, hardships, persecution, and in difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And I just think that is such a supernatural perspective that you would see your weakness as strength. We only get there by God's grace giving us the perspective to see it that way. Like that is not a natural perspective. And then one other scripture I want to look at is Romans 8 and 26. And it says, In the same way, the Spirit also helps us in our weakness, because we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with unspoken groanness. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And I just read that because I think that's so important um, to hear. Like, that's important to hear. Like, we, so often, we don't even know what we need, especially when you're in the thick of it on a hard journey. Um, I, I have a line sister that just had a baby, and she's dealing with some postpartum issues. And I'm like, that is hard, like, to be exhausted to have a newborn baby that's dependent on you, that you need to care for, um, to not be able, you know, be getting a lot of sleep, to have other responsibilities. Like, that is that is a journey that is hard. And if you, it's, it's just so good to be able to tune into God's will, God's perspective, God's care for you, um, to have the perspective to be able to endure and be resilient in the midst of a really hard journey. And so both of these scriptures give us an opportunity to experience God. And I think both of these scriptures show us that there is a need for us to invite God in. And I talk about that so much because that is just where I am. It's something that God is teaching me over time to invite him into every little thing that I'm dealing with, every little thing that I realize is happening in, in my heart, um, even the unknowns, like constantly dialoguing with him and inviting him in. And, you know, y'all know there's a scripture that says pray without ceasing. And that can feel really impractical. But I think this is what it looks like, like inviting God into everything, into our thought life, into our actions, into our stresses, into our joys, inviting him in so that he can help us to experience this idea that Paul's talking about of our strength being made perfect in our weakness. Life is full of journeys. Life is full of hard. Life is full of ugly. <laughs> and if we can't see God and invite him in to allow him to give us perspective and give us contentment and give us wisdom, then it really can feel hopeless and it can feel very daunting. And, you know, it can feel like, man, I'm just full of anxiety because I don't have what I need in order to experience life the way that I desire to experience it. And, you know, when we invite God in, the journey is still probably going to look different than what we would like for it to look like. But I think 
when we are really seeking to live our lives for God and center our lives around God and his will for us, he gives us perspective and he helps us to see how what it is that he is doing in our lives is really for our good and it's better than whatever we may have come up with. Like, it's way better. So, yeah, that's my, that's just been what's on my heart over the last 48 hours. It's just how important it is to embrace the ugly phase or embrace the journey, um, knowing that God is building something beautiful through it. Like, it's not in vain. And sometimes you get caught up in the weeds of the day-to-day and whatever the journey is, but it's so important to constantly go back to the vision. Like, what is happening here? So in my example of strength training, I'm trying to build my core strength so that I don't have back issues when I'm 40 and 50. Like, that's, that's not it. So I'm trying to focus now to put some things in place so that when I'm older, I have, I can live the type of life that I want to live. So day to day, I have to do the hard work. I have to, if I'm tired, I still need to do these exercises. Um, Even if I don't feel like it, I need to stay consistent with this. And if I get caught up just on the feeling of the moment, it's going to be a deterrent for me doing the work that I need to do. So I really have to be able to zone in on what it is that I'm working towards so that I can get to the place that I'm going. And that only comes in embracing the hard for that moment. So I just want to pray real quick and I'm going to let you get back to your day. Um, Father, thank you so much that you want to use even the ugly phase the hard journeys to give us what we really need. I pray that you would forgive us for depending on ourselves so often. Um, Oftentimes that leads us to anxiety, to pain, to joylessness, to discontentment. Um, So would you forgive us and teach us to invite you in so that you can lead us to true freedom for your glory and for our good. Help us to grow deep roots in you um, the way that only you can. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all for tuning in today. Um, Don't forget, if you are enjoying this podcast, it is really helpful for you to rate and review us um, so that other people can discover the podcast. Um, Yeah, hope you have a great day, and I will talk to you on the next episode. I know we've talked a lot about this, how, you know, sometimes things can be really hard, but it's important to understand that you can do hard things because the more we practice, we get better and better over time. And so we have to embrace the hard things so that we can get better at them. So I'm talking to you because, again, we've had this conversation. So what is something that you can think of that's been hard for you? Math and math, reading Mm -hmm. and time. And telling time. Okay. And a little bit of uh, time. And a little bit of what? 
time. Valentine? No, times. Oh, timetables. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay. So when you think of those things and how hard they have been when you first started doing them, what are some of the ways that it makes you feel? Mm, upset. Upset? Mm-hmm. And what would you do when you got upset? Um, I would... I, I, I would... I would stop. Mm-hmm. You would stop and you would cry and you would say, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. But you saw that the more you practice, what happened? The better I got. And what was the most important? What's the two rules mommy always says when we're doing our math or our reading? Have a good attitude. And what else? Ooh, one more. Don't give up. Don't give up. And do, your, uh, and give do your, your best. Yes, give your best effort. And the reason that's so important is because if we give up, do we get better? No. So the things that are hard, they stay hard, right? Mm-hmm. But but they, they don't stay hard. They they just get, they're, they're hard for a while, and then they get a little bit easier and easier and easier and easier. Mm-hmm. So when you first start doing gymnastics, some of the stuff you were doing, was really hard in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. But now what? It's, it's, it's easy. It's easy, yes. And it's only because you stayed with it and you were consistent. So it's not even that it's easy. It's just that you I have practice. gotten stronger. And guess what? God tells us in the Bible that that is how it works. Like We have to ask him to help us to do hard things. And the more we do them, He gives us what we need to be resilient. And it seems like it gets easier, but really it's just God giving us the grace to be able to do those things. So yeah. If if we were if we were without God, it would it would stay hard. It would, yeah. Because God is the one that that fuels us and gives us what we need. Well, thank you, Zoe Girl, for talking to me on my podcast. It was fun. And I can't wait to see how you continue to grow in your reading and in your math, in your timetables. God has great things for you, sweet girl. All right, say bye. 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 Say bye. Bye.